That should be the new intro song. Welcome back to the New Talk Podcast. We are back, and today we have a special episode. As y'all all know, we have a pretty good weekend for the sports world as we have the, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and then we have UFC 270. I'd like to welcome my good friends, Kiwi, and new to the studio, we have our good friend, Abdiel. How's it going? Hey, it's going good, man. Uh, I appreciate the, the invite to the podcast, man. I'm excited. This is going to be a good one. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's great to be back. Yeah. All right. Well, so as we know, we're going to quickly go over the playoff games last week. Um, a bit, some, some surprises, not really, but there were a few games that upset it. That were a bit of an upset. The Bengals but. and Raiders. Well, I, I expect think, it. Well, I think I think the Raiders losing was a bit of karma for you no. know not let it for not tying the game with the Chargers. Yeah, like, yeah. that's true. Um, that one, yeah, I, I don't think I ever rooted more for a tie on that game than yeah. that game versus the Chargers. I just really wanted them to tie. The game was getting really. Like, it was a tense. good game. Yeah. Yeah, it was making me anxious, man. Watching that game. Oh man. And then the. Then there were the Patriots, Patriots and the Bills. That one's really shocked me. I thought the Patriots had this one in the bag. Forty-seven, seventeen. Hey Just man, but them, them Texans up. fans, man. I think they're happy because yes, sir. Them Cowboys. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? How about, How about them, them Cowboys? Boys? <laughs> they, they still them boys. Dang. <laughs> against the Forty ers Against the Forty ers man. man. I, I'm glad they lost, but nah, man. How did they? How did they blow it when they had a way better season than they the 49ers? They had a good season. Good and season. they were at home too. They had home yeah. field advantage. But you know, they just had to remind the world that they're the Cowboys, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. I saw this statistic. You know that. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Colin Kaepernick has more playoff wins in the past twenty years than the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh. That's that's pretty sad, man. And Tim Tebow has more playoff wins than the Cowboys in the past ten years. <laughs> Come on. I mean, what? That that part oh, that one actually shocked me. But yeah. then we have that Buccaneers Eagles game, thirty one fifteen. You think you think Brady can take the Bucks to another Super Bowl? I hope not, man. I hope uh, not. I, I'm tired of seeing Brady win, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. He, he, he was, but I mean, at his age, though, still playing at that level, I think oh, it's, it's kind of impressive. impressive. Very great. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many uh, Super Bowl rings does he currently have right now? What, seven. Seven. Dang. He won Six, his seven? seventh the last year. Yeah, against the Chiefs, right? Yeah. He would have ten if he didn't lose three Super Bowls. He would have ten, but then, but he played against Eli Manning, and then the Eagles gave yeah. him a run for his money, man. But yeah, there was that one. Then there was the Chiefs and the Steelers. You know, speaking of age, Brady's, what, 44? 45, I think. 45. 45, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's 39, and he looked finished. I mean, this yeah. looked like a, this looked like, I don't even know, it looked like a charity game. This, nobody was playing, like, intensely. And then, I don't know, it, the game just seemed very one-sided, very one-sided yeah. from the start. A bunch of three and outs in the beginning. Steelers scored first, and then the Chiefs just went on this long scoring streak. Yeah. And, you know, Mahomes just went off 400 passing yards, five touchdown passes. And he had a good game. Yeah, it was a really good game. I mean, even Travis Kelsey threw it for a touchdown pass yeah. last week. 
I mean, that's how one-sided this game was. I, and I predicted that it was going to be a blowout, but I don't know. This, it actually shocked me how, how big of a margin this game was. Yeah. Then Monday we had the Cardinals and Cardinals the Rams. Cardinals and the Rams. Big upset for a few people. For me, it was I expected the Rams to win, but not by this much. I thought this was going to be a much closer game. I just I just remember seeing after the game all the memes. Just <laughs> they were funny, man. Yeah. The Kyler Murray memes yeah. were funny. And then yeah, and then Matthew Stafford wins a playoff game for the first time of his career. And Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. I mean, that was that was I'm happy for both of them cuz they've been on bad teams mm-hmm. since the start of their careers. And you know, this win, I feel like the Rams could make it to the Super Bowl if they beat the Yes, sir. And play at home. It's tough, though, because they play the Buccaneers. They and play you don't the Bucs, yeah. You don't know. If, you can't expect – you can't count Brady out. Yeah. It's a big playoff Especially game. Especially on a – yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty good. I can't wait to see this game. That's on Sunday. Saturday we have – The Bengals and the Titans Bengals and 49ers and Packers. Who y'all got on that one? I still have the Bengals. I still have the Bengals for the Titans game. And then for the Packers game, the Packers. The Packers, uh, yeah. Rodgers is on a mission this year, and it yes, just – I don't think – I want Rodgers to make it. I want Rodgers to make it. I don't know where they're playing at. Are they playing in San Francisco? Yeah, I think they're playing over there. Oh, Lambeau Green Field. Bay. They're yeah. playing in Green Bay. Yeah. Sheesh. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Brady – I mean, Rodgers ain't losing at home, that's for sure. But, I mean, who do y'all have? For the Packers game? Yeah. All the Packers. Man, I'm after to go my 49ers. Are you even from San Francisco? Uh, man, I got, I, got, I got family out there. You know? Starts questioning. <laughs> the, the uncle, my friend. Yeah, yeah. You know, nah, you know. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Man, I'm, an, I'm a Saints fan. I'm not from New Orleans. <laughs> Are they in the playoffs? No. no, no. Thanks to the 49ers, they're not in the playoffs. There you go. Let's go 49ers. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, there's... I'm used to being upset. You know, Falcons fan. <laughs> Oh man, that's tough. So who's who do y'all think is gonna go to the Super Bowl? Uh, mm. You know, I really want to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. I want to see the Rams too, but I also want to see the Packers, Packers in the Super Bowl. Yes. So that's gonna be interesting. I would love to see a Chiefs. No, sorry, no, a Bills Packers Super Bowl. That would be good. Or be great. A, but I mean, it could go either way. It could go either way. No, actually, I kind of want to see the Titans in the Super Bowl. The Titans. I, I don't. I don't know why. I, or or like. Or maybe the Bengals. The Titans know. game. The Titans team is not as stacked as people think. It's mainly yeah. been Ryan Tannehill is an average quarterback, and I mean he won he won comeback player of the year a couple of years ago. But other than that, this team is mainly Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, Julio Jones got his first touchdown of the whole season. Yeah. I mean, I was I was upset when he left Atlanta. Really? I, yeah. I thought it was expected. I didn't want him to leave. I he, really didn't. He was want the only him. one keeping the Falcons yeah. somewhat relevant. He was part of that Super Bowl run. <laughs> Let's not talk <laughs> hey, about hold that. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's, it's not about the journey. I mean, it's not about the destination. It's more about the journey. And but, the embarrassment afterwards. <sighs> man, I don't know how. I st- I'm still to this day a bit shocked on how that happened. How they lost a 20 point lead. I don't know if you should call it. The biggest comeback in NFL history, the biggest meltdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so for the – who do you have for the – Then there's the Bills and Chiefs Bills on Sunday. Bills and Chiefs. That one's going to be – I think that was going to be a close game. What do you have? 
I don't know. I think I got the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Let's hop I, on. Let's hop on the bandwagon. Yeah, let's say Chiefs. <laughs> my my heart says the Chiefs. My common sense says the Bills. The Bills. Because the Bills, after what they did to the Patriots, it's gonna be kind of. <laughs> it's gonna be kind of tough. It was embarrassing. Oh, I feel like the Patriots just fell off after Brady left. Well, yeah, but this season it looked like they were back. I mean, they made it to the playoffs again, and yeah. they won. No, they didn't win their division. The Bills won the division. Yeah. But they still did very well. They had a winning season. 47-17 against the Bills. Yeah, no. I don't know how that happened, man. No, I think the Bills have a good chance. I think the Rams have a chance of beating the Bucks. If I wouldn't be mad with the Bills-Rams Super Bowl. That would be yeah. pretty good. That would be pretty good. But I'm going to have to go with the Bills on Sunday. The Rams, again, I'm going to have to go with the Rams against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but Super Bowl for the Super Bowl, I think I want to see Aaron Rodgers in the I Super Bowl. I want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. This it's going to be really interesting to see what's what happens. I wish Aaron Rodgers could have gone to another Super Bowl his whole career. Speaking of the Super Bowl, the halftime show for oh, the Super Bowl is going to be There's a lot of high hopes lit, for it. There's man. a lot of hype behind it. The trailer was just the trailer yes. to it was really good. Well, I don't know if you should say the trailer or the commercial to it. I don't know. They just released it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really good. I, I, I honestly can't wait for it. You know, I, I grew up, you know, learn, hearing about these rappers. You know, mm-hmm. Eminem, Dr. Dre. Like, Eminem was the first rapper. Like, like, I ever heard the first rapper, I heard Eminem. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody was kind of like that. Learning, well, like millennials. <laughs> Gen <laughs> but, no. I mean, back then, you know, rappers were... There was more popularity around others. Eminem was mm-hmm. like everybody loved Eminem back then. It was like everybody picked a side. Yeah. Like with Tupac and Biggie, there was either you were either West Coast or you were an East, East Coast, Coast fan. Mm-hmm. You you didn't hear many people saying that they liked both. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was I'm I'm not gonna say it was not common, but I don't think it was all that common. Yeah. No. Everyone was either hardcore Tupac, hardcore Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Then Eminem comes and everybody likes him. I mean, so from Detroit. Yeah, from Detroit. He he ain't gonna stop saying that. That he's from Detroit. And then um yeah, so everybody loves M- loved Eminem at that time. And then um so that I grew up yeah. with Eminem, probably the first rapper I've ever heard of too. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I get introduced into the OGs from the nineties and you know like Dre. Yeah, Dre, Pac, Biggie, Biggie. Jay-Z, um, Easy e Ice Cube. Yeah, the NWA, all those. NWA, man. Yeah. When you, wait, have you seen Straight Outta Compton? No. The movie? Oh, you no. should see it, man. Such a good movie. It shows you really the, the reason that they became a band. Yeah. I mean a band, a, a rap group. A rap, rap group. group. That they became a rap group and just, I mean, to... Pro, I don't. I don't want to say protest, but they spoke out on police brutality, on um, on hard life in Compton, pretty much. Yeah, I. That's what I like about them because they had a reason to rap. They weren't like rappers nowadays just for clout. Yeah, it's not like rappers nowadays trying to be gangsters. They were. They were gangsters. They were gangsters, little actual gangsters, but they yeah. were trying to be rappers mm-hmm. because they didn't like being gangsters. They were only gangsters because. They needed to make a living, and they didn't find another way yeah. how. And yeah, so that ha- that's how it pretty much was. I mean, Snoop was a was a crip, wasn't he? Or he still is. 
I don't know if he still is, but I mean, he became a rapper to mm-hmm. get out. Well, not to get out, but like to make it easier for himself so he wouldn't be on the run all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but the Super Bowl show is going to be pretty interesting. I don't think I've seen a concert of them before. I haven't, but no. to see it live on TV, it's going to be pretty interesting because there's way better technology now than back then. Yeah. So it's going to look a lot clearer. It's just going to look great, man. So moving on from, from this, we also have... It's also fight weekend, and UFC. that is going to be awesome. It's UFC 270. We got, we got Francis Ngannou versus Ciro Gane. Former teammates, you want to you wanna do an overview on it? Uh, yeah, so for the, main, for the main two main fights, we have uh, heavyweight fights, Francis Ngannou uh, versus Ciro Gane. Uh, mm-hmm. They just did the weigh-ins. The, it's, it's a pretty good storyline because they were actually uh, former teammates. And, uh, you know, they, they released, like, sparring footage and stuff. And uh, during the press conference, actually, it was interesting because we, we saw uh, Francis Ngannou. He was talking about uh, knocking Cyril Gan out in, in sparring, which, which is crazy because in, in Francis Ngannou's last fight, he knocked out uh, one of the one of the all-time greats, uh, heavyweights, Stipe Miocic. Yeah. Uh, he knocked him out. So um, they had like a little bit of a of a like an argument or like a fight in the press conference. It was I, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty funny. It you was know? funny, man. You know, I mean, Cyril Gan, he's a he's a he's a good guy. You know, he's a nice guy. And you know, their their little argument, I thought it was pretty funny. And Gan was another good guy too. I mean, so it's it was like two gentlemen yeah. trying to start beef. Trying to start beef. I, I don't mm-hmm. think they they can if they yeah. if they really wanted to. I don't think they can. Did you see that video a few weeks ago? It was uh, I forgot who fought in that fight. But Enganu walks right past Ciro Gane. Oh yeah. And he doesn't even look at him. I just thought that was funny, man. Because yeah. you could tell that he was. Trying oh, to start that was something. uh. When uh, Cyril Gane fought Derek Lewis here in Houston, wasn't that that uh, fight, or was it? I, the... I, I think it was that one. Oh really? I thought it was the Usman versus. Oh, or or, or or that one, one of those two. Oh, what about Covington versus I, Masvidal? You know, look, I just think that Covington's gonna destroy uh, Masvidal? Masvidal. I mean, it, Masvidal got starched, man. Like he got exposed pretty yeah, much. He, he was like over here, like showboating and you know doing all these types of tricks in the in the fight and he got slept you know no one no one's ever slept him like that yeah no what that i, I was i remember i jumped out of my seat watching that fight because yeah, jorge masvidal has never been knocked out in his entire career and mm-hmm. up to that moment you know it looked like he was one of the top elite fighters who never get knocked out and then you have him and conor mcgregor get knocked out in the same year yeah i, I mean that's shocking but that fight was it really showed you the type of fighter Masvidal is. It's like, kind of exposed him. His, he's, you know, he's pretty cocky. Yeah. And then it, that he's just really all, all talk. Yeah. I think, I think what really like boosted him up was the, was the flying knee with Ben Askren. Oh, Ben Askren. Yeah. But that was Ben Askren. Yeah. Man. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, personally, personally, I mean, it was just good timing and everything, you know. But it. He he's not that good of a fighter in my opinion. I think he's he's gonna get uh, exposed with Kobe Covington. Oh yeah. Kobe Covington's a good wrestler. We saw, even though they didn't count it as a takedown, you know, he definitely took down Usman. Yeah. In the in the second fight, mm. and I don't think anyone has given Usman a, a bigger challenge than than Covington. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because you can see with Usman, you can see, sorry, you can see that Covington has like been all over. How do you, how do they say it? That he's been living in his head rent free. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> they they like they have so much beef. Like they oh, used to be like best friends and stuff. I think it was funny when it's the when they showed up to the press conference and they were both in these weird suits. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Usman, he showed up like that because that's how he dresses. Covington showed up to troll yeah, Usman. Yeah, to troll. Yeah. Uh, and it was just funny, man. What, what was it, like a little tie-dye suit? Or it was a, like a tie-dye suit. Yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, too. I'm like, man, this guy's funny. I hope he I hope he beats Usman. But then I'm like, no, but I like Usman. He, he knocked out Jorge Masvidal. And I'm like, all right. I, I watched the fight, but... I really wasn't rooting for a specific side. I, uh-huh. I just wanted to see who would win. And, you know, it was an okay fight. It was an okay fight. It wasn't as good as I thought as the first fight was, but it was good. Yeah. Um, I saw um, an interview with uh, Jorge Masvidal, and a reporter asked him, uh, who do you think uh, Trump is going to be uh, rooting for in the fight? Because you know how both of them are like, uh, they've met up with Trump and everything, and they're like cool with him or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Masvidal saying that definitely Trump is rooting for Masvidal, but... I don't think so. I mean, if you've seen Kobe Covington uh, like come to the uh, uh, to the press conferences and stuff, he's always wearing his uh, MAGA hat and everything. Yeah. And I think tr- Trump has kind of become part of his like like UFC persona. His click. Yeah. Oh, but uh, back to the uh, heavyweight. Uh, yeah. The heavyweight fight. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting match. You know, uh, Ngannou's definitely a powerhouse. He he definitely holds one punch power. So these are for like title fights for like yeah, a title. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm like is, out of the loop with the whole no, no, UFC thing. Yeah. yeah so I just um, they're fighting for the for the mm-hmm. heavyweight belt. So Francis Ngannou is a UFC champion, and yeah. Cyril Gane's an interim champion. Yep. Okay. Uh, they're weighing in at. 265. Uh, the weigh-ins, uh, Cyril Gane weighed in at 247, and Francis Ngannou weighed in at 257. So he's a bit uh, 10 pounds heavier, but pounds they're still pounds. they're still in the limit. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm not. I think it's gonna be a good fight. Um, I, oh, who do you have? Man, I don't know. You know, I I think I'm gonna go with Ngannou. Ngannou, cause one, cause of his story. You know, cause he went through some. He's from Cameroon. <laughs> And his journey to to UFC champion is like, have you heard it on the, he's, he talked about it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's just, it's one of those, led, I don't want to say a legendary story, but like one of those once in a lifetime opportunities and you really make it big. Like, taking like advantage. Yeah, very inspiring story. Yeah, yeah um, I've, I've only heard clips, but I heard that uh, he was, like, homeless. Yeah, he was homeless. like, he pulled up to an MMA gym or something like that. Yeah, and he and was they, living like, in France. Yeah, they, he was living in France, which is Cyril Gane's coach. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they have a little beef or whatever. But, um, yeah, I heard that he was homeless, and, you know, the coach kind of took him under his wing. And that's where he started his MMA career, which I think is crazy. And yeah. he's competing at this high of a level. You know, mm-hmm. most people, uh, whenever they start their MMA career, you know, they're little kids, yep. uh, maybe 10, 12, you know, around that age. But this mm-hmm. guy, I mean, he was a grown man. And to, to, to be UFC champion and starting at such a late age, I think is incredible, to yep. be honest. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. And, and same thing goes for Cyril Gane, because yep. Cyril Gane hasn't been in MMA too long. He's been a, he was actually a kickboxer before this. He's been in the UFC, like, what, four years, five years? Um, I'm Maybe not too sure, long, but his his MMA record is not that is not that long. It's, it's he's ten and zero right now. Yeah, another reason I'm gonna wow. go for Ngannou. So he's yeah he's undefeated. Yeah, 
I, th- I think it's going to be a good fight. I mean, Ngannou has the power, and, you know, uh, a lot of people say that Cyril Gan moves like uh, he weighs 170 pounds. Yeah. You know, he moves he moves fast for weighing 200-plus pounds. Yep. Uh, he definitely has, you know, uh, I think jiu-jitsu on his side. You know, he has he's a technical striker. He's fast. He's quick. Yep. But all it takes is one punch from Ngannou, and I think you can, you're going to sleep. Yep, but that's true. I, definitely, I think I have Cyril Gan for this fight. You know, I think he showed out in the fight against Eric Lewis. You know, he oh, he was he man. I was sad, man. I was I was, I was, I was sad. really rooting for Lewis. I, I wanted Lewis to win, but I, I knew Cyril Gan was just gonna take it. You know, and it was in the Toyota Center too. Yeah, he he picked them apart in front of his hometown, man. Yeah, it was it was tough. The good thing is it was only a TKO. He didn't really. Yeah, good thing it, it wasn't was a knockout. If it would have been a knockout, that would have sucked for him. But I I think they're sleeping on Cyril Gan, man. Like. Oh, yeah. You know, he he's he weighs two hundred and forty-seven pounds. You know, they, he don't got pillow hands, man. He is hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think and they're sleeping on his power, definitely. No, after that Lewis fight, I can't underestimate. I can't underestimate him. So it's gonna be a neck and neck fight. I think this. I think this fight's gonna go to decision. It's gonna go to decision, in my opinion. But if not, I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna. If not, I'm gonna have. I have Ngannou, but... So, if it, if it ends in the early rounds, you think Ngannou has it? Yeah, I think it can... Well, I, I, this is what I think. If it goes in the later rounds, I think definitely Cyril Gan has it. I think his gas tank is, is way way bigger than uh, Francis Ngannou. Because we saw in, uh, in the first fight with Derek Lewis, you know, they, they threw, like, barely any strikes. And that fight it, was kind of boring. It was, it was boring, it was boring, but, um, you know, uh, Francis Ngannou got tired quickly. Yep. Who won, we, the, who won that fight again? Uh, Derek Lewis won that. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis won, won decision. That. Yeah, decision. Yep. With like thirty strikes thrown in the hole. That 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 fight was boring, man. Yeah, yep. it was, I honestly it was expected a much more interesting fight. Like this is like a mat, The matchup was just. It was great. I loved the, the matchup. I went for Lewis, and then the fight was just boring. Yeah, I mean it was. But yeah, then there's we have the our, main card. Yeah, the, we have the the co-main. It's uh, it's also a title fight. Title fight. Um, yeah. We have uh, Brandon Moreno. He's the first Mexican uh, UFC champion. UFC champion. Yeah, yep, yep. he, he has a lot of hype behind him. He was born in in Tijuana, Tijuana. Mm-hmm. so you know it borders California. And man, the the press conference was like rooting for him a hundred percent. He's fighting Davidson Figueroa. Um, yeah. They fought previously, actually Twice. in the UFC. Yeah, this is the the first like trilogy that they fought back to back to back fights. So, I think that's pretty cool. Um, first fight, first fight was amazing. Yeah, I think uh, I, last year it got a fight of the year award, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. It was really good fight. Really good fight. Figueiredo won that one, didn't it? Or was it? Nah, a- it was it was a draw. A draw. Um, yeah, Brandon Moreno got a nut shot, and uh, you know they took a point away. Oh from yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was it was an all out war though. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was an amazing fight. He came in there, uh, I think, more scared, more scared than anything, because uh, Figueroa's record is like pure knockouts, pure knockouts, and he's a 125er. So I think that's crazy that he has that much power at 125. Yep. And then there's number two, which was a few months ago, almost a year ago, um, when uh, Brandon Moreno won in decision. And no, 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 sorry, no, it was a submission. 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 Yeah. Second round, I think. Second round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure second or third, one of those. 
But yeah, I think he completely dominated that fight uh, with Figueredo. I didn't get to watch that fight, but I saw the highlights, and it was I, it was a really good fight. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, first round, uh, Moreno dropped Figueredo with a jab. Oh yeah, it was second round. It was second round. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, his, and his striking looked looked amazing, to be honest. And then his his wrestling's pretty his, good his too. His grappling, yeah, he he's he, really good grappler. Uh, Davidson Figueredo, he's actually known for uh, his guillotine. Mm-hmm. For his good guillotine, and I think uh, Brandon Moreno did a good job in defending that, and he, he got the submission by a rear naked choke, if I'm not mistaken. When's, uh, when's the Adesanya fight? It's next month, isn't it? Um, Adesanya fights... It's against Whitaker? Yeah, uh, second fight. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's like February... February something. It's a... It's going to be a good fight, though. Whitaker, too, right? They had already fought before. Yeah, they, they fought before, and uh, Adesanya took that. He he knocked them out. TKO. I want to see an Adesanya, uh, Jan, um, what's his name? Blas, Blaskovic? Blas, the guy that... Blahovic? Blahovic, yeah. In light heavyweight? I want to see a number two. Uh, well, actually, Blahovic lost. He lost his belt. Really? Yeah, he... I didn't hear he, about that. Yeah, well, uh, he recently fought with Glover Teixeira. Uh, I think he's he's the oldest champion in the UFC. He's like 40, 42, 43, something, oh, something like that. Yeah, and he uh, I mean, he picked him apart. He was a big underdog. He was a big underdog, and he he choked him out. Okay, so it's gonna be February twelfth in Houston. February twelfth. Yep, yep. Man, it's gonna be a good fight, man. Let's see if we can get some tickets. <laughs> Man, I wanted to go to it, but there, I checked the tickets on, on SeatGeek. There's some $200 tickets Dang. to get a decent seat, not even front row or, any, yeah. or middle section. It's decent. It's towards the back still. Dang. And then at the very top is like 150 bucks. Which is still pricey, man. It's very pricey. But I think it's worth it. I. I think it's worth it, but if you spend 150 bucks to watch it all the way at the top, it's yeah, not no, worth I it. Yeah, I don't think that's worth it. That's not worth it. You're going to... Have y'all been to, like, an in-person uh, fight? Fight. No. I wanted to go to the Derek Lewis fight into Yoda Center. Like, not even, like, small fights? No, no. Not fights, no. No, I haven't. Well, my, my, my sister and my dad actually have gone to, like, a little boxing event, mm-hmm. like a local thing. Um mm-hmm. They said that it's like way, way, way better experience. Like the hits, you can like see them, you feel them. Like it's, it's. Crazy. You can hear it. Yeah, you can hear. It, I think, and especially like at a high level, like in the UFC, I think, I think that would be like amazing. I would love to go to a UFC fight. I'm not even gonna lie. Definitely. But yeah, checking the tickets at that price. There's no way I'm gonna go to one anytime soon. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's. It's gonna be pretty good. Those yeah. fights on Saturday. Who, who do you have in the co-main? Brandon Moreno, Moreno, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go against him. Like, I, I, I really, I really want Brandon Moreno win. I, I, I think he's gonna win. I think uh, uh, Figueroa's just trying to get in his head, really. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen the press conference. But yeah. It was corny, but yeah, it was okay. he was corny. Uh, they have some beef going on actually too because uh, I don't understand why. Uh, so Brandon Moreno uh, was on the Ultimate Fighter before and. Henry Cejudo, which is Davidson Figueredo's uh, trainer right now, or partner, um, chose another person instead of Brandon Moreno in the Ultimate Fighter. I think it was Pantoja, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. And uh, Brandon Moreno and Pantoja fought, and Brandon Moreno lost. So, uh, yeah, that's when the the beef started. And uh, 
Triple C with Henry Cejudo. He was going to have a title fight with uh, Benavides. Mm. And Moreno uh, got chosen by Benavides in the Ultimate Fighter. So uh, he helped him train for Henry Cejudo, and Henry Cejudo got knocked out. So this is like Davis and Figueredo's revenge for Henry Cejudo. You've been hearing about Cejudo trying to come back to the UFC? I mean, yeah, I've heard it, but I, I don't think he'll come back, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's been calling out Volkanovski lately. Yeah, I think Volkanovski is just too big. I mean, that that man used to be like two hundred pounds before, before he had like this whole weight loss and I everything. St- I still don't get how Volkanovski, Volkanovski got out of that guillotine. Man, that guillotine was crazy. It was twice, wasn't it? He got out of it twice. Yeah, he got out of it twice. I think the second time, it, it was a different type of choke, but it was. I still don't understand how he got it out. It was it was tight, man. That man was like choking already, man. And he, he got out. I, I thought that was a good fight. That was another contender for a fight of the year as well. Yeah. Yeah, no. And so seeing Henry Cejudo calling him out, I'm like, if he fights Volkanovski, he's going to get knocked out. And I like Henry Cejudo, but this it's not going to be a close fight. I, I don't understand why he would want to go to 145, though. He's, he's fought at 125 and 135 throughout yeah. his career. I mean, he ended... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he took the belt away from T.J. Dillashaw. If I'm not, I'm yeah. not mistaken, mm-hmm. yeah, he ended off with the double double belts for 125 and 135. I don't, I don't know why he would go to 145. I think they're too big. I want to see him fight. I want to see him fight Demetrius Johnson again. Where's Demetrius Johnson at? Is he in Bellator? I think he's in Bellator. I'm, I'm not, I haven't kept up with him in a while. I mean, but their fight was really good. It was. It was, they fought twice, I think. I think they yeah. fought twice. I'm, I think Sehudo lost the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Sehudo lost, and then he won and in he the won, next yeah. fight. And then there's also rumors about it's still going on. Um, McGregor and Nate Diaz trilogy. Mm. Yeah, I heard about that, but I think Nate Diaz really wants to fight Dustin Poirier. He wants to fight Poirier. I think that was, was a, him out. I think that was a devastating loss for Dustin Poirier um, against Oliveira. Oliveira. I think I think he's done at 155. To be honest, man, I really wanted him to win. I mean, it, it was his chance to be champion. I mean, first round, you know, Oliveira was just walking into Dustin Poirier's hits. I mean, yeah, he he, he was a punching bag. He was a literal walking punching bag, yeah. and he gave him his best shots. He didn't he didn't take him down. Yep. Second round, he just got choked out. So yeah. it's unfortunate, man. Dustin Poirier, he's, he's worked, he's worked a lot to get to the title shot. And before that fight, man, I was like. Uh, Oliveira's pretty overrated because that's what I was saying, you know, oh, wow. until I saw the fight, until I saw the fight. And I was like, man, Oliveira's overrated. He only has the belt because Khabib retired and left it vacant. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Oliveira won and got it. But then I'm like, so this is like a lucky type of thing. And then comes Poirier and he, he submits him, right? Yeah, he submits him. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, if he beat Poirier like that, then he's actually a pretty good fighter. I Man. think uh, stylistically, Conor McGregor and Oliveira is a really good fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in the first round, McGregor has power. McGregor has good prime power. McGregor. Yeah, prime well, McGregor. prime McGregor, you know. Not this. I, I don't. I don't know about now. I mean, I mean, I thought I thought he looked pretty good in the in the second fight against uh, Dustin Poirier until he he broke his ankle. That was the third. Oh, that third. was the third? Yeah, I thought well, he looked good. Fight. I thought he looked good. He was fighting really good. I thought he was fighting good. He came was, out with, like, a spinning kick. It, and it, to yeah, the, the first round, man, I was like, 
it was about to end, right? It's like towards the end, and it's they already hit the little. Yeah, yeah. For the, little, the ten for the seconds, 10 seconds. Left. And I was like, man, this was a good round. Yeah, it was a like, good round. And then I'm thinking, imagining how it's gonna the rest of the fight is, and then he breaks his ankle. Yeah. And I'm man. like, I, I didn't. He had like, to end the fight, and um. I didn't like that that the that it wasn't a, a doctor stoppage. They they ruled it as a TKO. Well, they. Well, Bruce, it, it was a doctor stop. Bruce Buffer said yeah. it was a doctor stop, but they still counted it as a TKO. As a TKO. It I, wasn't a TKO. I, I thought that kind of sucked. A doctor stop would be like when Anderson Silva broke his leg. Did you, did you ever hear about that? When he broke it? No, he broke his foot. It was tough. Anderson Silva kicked. Um, who was he fighting? I forgot who he was fighting, but um, he, he kicked his calf, I think. He gave him a calf kick. Uh-huh. And. I think I guess he he kicked him wrong or something at a wrong angle uh-huh. and he twisted, oh, his whole God. foot twisted. It was just bad. So they had to stop that fight, but they obviously gave the other guy the win because he couldn't go on. Well, actually, that was uh, a doctor stop. Yeah, well, actually, last year for uh, for UFC there was actually a lot of injuries yeah. with the foot. I think we saw Jimmy Crude, we saw McGregor, and. There was another person I forgot their name, but McGregor they also, had it the worst though. Yeah, the I, I think so, man. He in the press conference, he's like, "Oh, Poirier's gonna walk out in a stretcher," and it was kind of ironic. He's gonna die in the ring. He's gonna die in the ring, and it was kind of ironic because we saw McGregor, uh, you know, get out of the fight in the stretcher. And, you know, I don't understand really how they started beefing because after the second fight, well. Prior to the second fight, it looked like they respected each other a lot. And then suddenly by the third fight, they were beefing. So it was uh, Dustin Poirier. Oh, okay. So prior to, or no, after them fighting, uh, uh, Conor McGregor wanted to donate to Dustin Poirier's charity because he has a charity to help, like, you know, kids in Louisiana and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Dustin Poirier tweeted something out on social media like, oh, Conor McGregor hasn't like reached out to my team for the donation. Or it was something about donation that, you know, Conor McGregor said he would do. But, um, you know, it, it's not forced. You know, it's a donation. You know, he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. And I think Conor McGregor got mad at that. He posted it on social media. So they just started talking mess. And from there, Conor McGregor started to talk about his wife and, you know. Your wife's in my DMs. Yeah, your wife's <laughs> in my DMs. Yeah, I seen that. And then I think they even made a, a little edit of his wife texting McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, man. Just that, that, that fight was honestly interesting. It was a quick fight. It was an interesting fight, but it was just the, the press conference, everything, interviews afterwards, it was just funny. Post-interview, post sorry. Post-interview, you know, like Joe Rogan literally sat down next to McGregor in the cage to interview him. Oh, yeah. I, I, man, I I don't know why Joe Rogan did that, man. <laughs> it was funny, man. And and then he was still talking mess. Like, yeah. So you just, your ankle just broke and you continue to talk mess. I think that that's mental toughness right there. Like, It's pride. Yeah, it's I, pride. Think, I think that's what it was. It's all pride, man. <laughs> he, he, he's, a sore, he's a sore loser, man. He's a sore loser. Definitely. But, yeah, I would love to see McGregor back you, at his prime. You think the, the Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier fight will happen? I hope so. I hope either that Nate Diaz and Poirier happens or Nate Diaz and McGregor 3 happens. I'm hoping for one of those. To see Nate Diaz fight again will be great. Yeah, 
he I think it's his last fight on his contract, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Last fight of his contract. Yeah. But I mean he can obviously renew it because yeah. he's Nate Diaz, you know. Yeah. I don't think the UFC would deny it. I wanna see Nate Diaz be a champ, man. You think I don't think he cares, but Yeah, I don't think he cares anymore. He's made a lot of money. He's out of mind. Yeah. Then Nick Diaz, was he broke? Because he just came out came back out of nowhere. Um and then he he got swept in that in that fight. In the Robbie Lawler. Lawler. He just got. He looked out of shape. He looked slow. Yeah. He looked lost. Or originally, actually, the fight was supposed to be at uh, 170, but uh, Nick Diaz couldn't make weight, so they moved up to middleweight to fight at 185. Yeah. It was just Nick Diaz. I expected more from him. And I, yeah, I think a lot of people did. You know, he, he'd kind of disappointed me. I'm like, man, this guy fought when I was a kid. Yeah. Seeing this dude fight, you know, all slow and sluggish is just. I didn't like it. But, yeah, that will pretty much wrap it up. So, it was good talking to you. Pretty good fight. Fight's coming up tomorrow. tomorrow. Main event and the main card is going to be really good. We got the playoffs tomorrow. Going to be great. Yes. And, yeah, that'll pretty much do it. Good talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me back. No problem, no problem. We'll have you guys back another time. Maybe for the Alessania Whitaker fight. Definitely. Oh. Yeah, we'll talk Here about in that. Houston. Yep. We'll probably do it. Man, I've been wanting to go to like outside the stadiums and like do a preview there. But nah, that would that would be too much to do. But you know, like do like a preview yeah. outside the stadium. That would be that would be pretty cool. More but like, like, I would need like interview people and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. But who knows? That probably won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll wrap it up for today's episode. And, you know, let us know who y'all have for these fights and playoff games. And we will see you in the next episode.